0: The legion of lethargic super geeks we aren't picky if it's sci-fi or fantasy we'll chat about it
1: welcome to the legion of lethargic super geeks today we're talking about the martian the uh the novel before the movie comes out who wrote the novel
2: that's an excellent question. We probably should have known that before we started recording the <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> Andy Weir. Andy Weir. Thank you, Brian. And uh, before we get started here, I'm going to run around the room and get one to five ratings from everybody, and I'm going to start with Scotty.
0: A three.
1: All right, Chip? Uh, four. Okay, Roy? Three, five. Brian? Five. All right. Yeah. right. Uh, I'm going to give it a... Uh... Yeah, I'm teetering between three five and four, so I'll give it three seven five. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, so, somebody give me a plot synopsis. Brian, I think you should do the plot synopsis.
3: Okay. Uh, it's pretty straightforward uh, plot. Um, the United States has um, astronauts on Mars. This is evidently the third mission that's on Mars, and A sandstorm comes along and causes them to evacuate um, really quickly in an emergency-type situation. And one of the astronauts, who's named Mark Watney, uh, gets hit uh, with some debris. And they can't find him, and they assume he's dead, and they leave him. And from that point forward, he has to survive on his own. And therefore, that's why it's called the Martian, because he is the Martian. Right. He has to survive there for... I think it's over 400 days.
1: Right. So it's kind of cast away in space.
3: Exactly. And it's very, very science-oriented. Um, as he says, we're going to have to science the – I'm trying to get the right, right right, right, phrase And he says science the shit out of this thing. hmm
4: Cool. And he did. And he did. <laughs> and he did. The,
2: the, the description I heard about it that I liked was they were like, Remember that scene in Apollo 13 where they dump the boxes in? They dump all the stuff out of the box. They said, We have to make this fit into this with what's in this. They're like, that's the, Imagine that on Mars. Yeah, right. <laughs> then it's the whole movie or the whole book.
3: Cool. Yeah, but also without really being able to talk to the person. Right.
2: Right. Right.
3: So, um, Let's see did anybody
1: have a uh, uh a favorite uh a favorite scene Is, was there a particular solution in there that uh that the main character came up with that someone thought was particularly interesting
2: I thought over I th- I liked um the part where he had too much hydrogen in the thing and there's the whole I'm going to die I have totally screwed this up and I'm going to you know yeah, right, he's right, freaking right. out but other than that I mean it just kind of flowed. It's not like there was a whole lot of high points and low points, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Well, I actually, I actually think that in some ways I enjoyed the uh, the scenes on Earth more. Than yeah. The scenes on Mars because you got all the
3: tension of everyone trying to figure out what the heck was going on. So you got no tension out of things happening on Mars
1: well I mean yes and no Uh, the thing that I didn't like about that I I was trying to save the stuff I didn't like for later in the book but what I don't like about the the bits on Mars is they're all told through his journal as opposed to being more immediate than that so they felt filtered Uh, there wasn't as much uh, emotional immediacy to those scenes as there were to the other bits to me
4: I agree to a certain extent I was glad to have the scenes on Earth and on the ship with the other characters right because I like the book, but my problem with it was, it's uh, in comics, it's a plot that they call the one damn thing after another plot. Sure. He just gets bang, bang, bang. And, and it also, it came down to, while at first it was interesting to see how he would figure these things out. Right. It gets down to, where's my really big tool? Or, where's the duct tape? And you know he's probably not going to die. And he's going to, you know, really big tool or duct tape his way out of everything that happens. It only
3: happens a couple times, though, I mean, with the the duct tape.
1: One of the things that I thought was really interesting about that bit is that I found it weird, uh, actually almost exciting, that uh, whenever he would come up with a solution, it seemed to almost universally work. When he was given a solution by NASA, it almost universally caused his demise because he stopped thinking about it as hard. You know? So, like, when he was... uh, Uh, following directions to to, to build the the, the thing. I forget what it was called right now. But um, at some point, he screwed it up because he was just following directions as opposed to trying to think out all the intricacies. And and, and I thought that that actually may have been a larger uh, point that the author was trying to make.
3: No, nah, I didn't see it that way at all. I mean what he was doing was monotonous and he really couldn't have done it. He was basically trying to cut out a hole in the in the uh, rover so that he could get in uh, equipment that was too tall to fit into the rover. So right. that's why he had to put the bubble over it afterwards. And then basically just – it became a very monotonous thing and he took a break and, and uh, he – Fraud. Uh, basically destroyed the his communication with, with Earth. Right. So, uh because it just uh fried fried the uh the Mars rover um that he was using to to communicate with. Pathfinder. Right. Yep.
4: And
2: the thing the one thing that I noticed and it was the it was the same the, the same thing today on the news when I saw this person review it. Mm-hmm. And I mean then we're talking about it so it's going to be spoiler alert. Sure. But at no point did I think he wasn't going to make it.
1: Right, right, and there was never I that. Think that's kind of what Roy's saying too. Yeah, I
2: mean, there was it no, and that's what the reviewer said about the movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's well directed. The actors are good and everything, but there was no tension because at no point did I think he wasn't going to survive. Right. right. So it was just like, okay, well, what interesting thing is he going to do next to survive? Right.
3: We're 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 in a we're in a day and age where almost all these TV shows, um, where where shows are killing off characters just right and left. So I sort of looked at it from the point of view that he might die. And there was a couple of situations where I just like how, how could he possibly get out of this at this point? Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially when the Rover tips and he's almost there at the end and everything. Right, so right. that was, um, uh, but you know, I think the reason that I probably give it the score I gave it really is that, that they really do science the, you know, what out of it. Um, and I just basically appreciated that the way that he, uh, he actually did a really good job of uh i mean and there's there's some science in there that i've been that I've heard since, and i I'm not an astrophysicist obviously um but there's some science that's a little off, but he he really did his uh, due diligence on it oh
1: yeah, yeah absolutely no i I mean I, man, don't get me wrong I, I I actually intended to start talking about the things that I thought were problematic with it way later in the podcast because I thought that I thought it was a page turner I thought that uh, uh, I thought that it was easy to get invested in the story. I'm super impressed that it was a self-published novel. Right. Yep. Oh, I didn't know up. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It
3: put out for free originally. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I bought the audiobook, so. Yeah. And the audiobook was
0: extremely well done. hmm Except yeah. for, uh, what's-his-name's face? Every time I turned it on, I had to look at... Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's face. Well, I didn't have that cover. Oh, you I You must do. have bought it after they had yeah.
3: got the movie and everything. I did so. it's
0: his head, and his head's photoshopped to be, I think, to be slightly oversized, so it's a little more disturbing.
3: You know what's so funny about it is in the book itself. One, um, they're on Mars. You can't see through the visor because mm-hmm. they they basically have it uh, like a mirrored visor to right. resist like so much radiation or so much uh, solar radiation getting through it and everything. And, uh, but, of course, since Matt Damon was the main character, you got to be able to see him, right? Of course. So um, yeah, it's just like little things like that. Out, and I actually went out and saw the movie today. Oh, um, you did? So, uh, I yeah. want to
0: see it.
1: Huh. Well, tell, 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 tell us how you felt about it because none of us have seen it yet.
3: Not as good as the book, but But, but how fun. could it be? It's, it, but in the same vein as the book, it's fun. And they, they had to cut a crap load out of the book. Um, I mean, it's just like it, – you know what? I kind of It's like the Martian light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's you know they, they cut a lot of the science out they cut a lot of the um, uh, of the situations out of it but there is one thing that happens at the end where they change the story and it's actually for the for for the best um, and I I guess I won't actually yeah
1: you probably can't uh, I won't give it it's, up it's, yeah.
3: it's something that's suggested in the book but they don't do and they they do it in the uh, in the movie and it's it's uh, it's kind of fun.
1: You know, I just thought of a, a character moment that I was really, really impressed with, which was uh, the scene with, uh, and it's near the end, so so spoiler alert, turn it off for the next 30 seconds, um, the scene with the youngest girl on the, the ship that's returning, right? Um, where she is basically explaining to her father how she's going to be the one to survive. How she would be the one to survive. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, yeah, that, that that scene really impressed me. I thought that was awesome.
2: Oh, the one thing I'm looking forward to is the guy who played. Uh, oh, he play. He was in Ant Man. His buddy, the Hispanic guy. Right. He plays the. Um, what's the what's the pilot's name? Martinez.
4: Martinez. Martinez. Yeah.
2: And because Martinez has some funny lines in there, and I'm like, yeah. okay, well, he should be good at delivering
3: those. Right. Yeah, he, he, he was good. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was, uh, both, all the crew members were, were pretty well cast. Um, the one character that was horribly cast was, uh, Kristen Wiig as Annie in the movie. Oh, yeah. As the, um, Annie was like, outside of Mark Watney, she's my favorite character. Um, She's just like every other word that comes out of her mouth is the F word. I mean, right. every other, it's like, it's just like over and over again. And Kristen Wiig just, she would have been better off as the character who, um, who like tracked him on, on the, uh, with the satellite. That's actually
2: who I thought she played when I no, saw No, that's
3: who, that's who I thought mm. she would play when I thought that she was going to be in it. And then no, she, instead she's, uh, Annie. And of course, uh, that's the communications. Right. The radio, for media NASA, yeah. And, uh, She's, she doesn't know what's really going on, but she's just like has to be in all the meetings because she's a communication director. And uh, right. but yeah, she and she's not really in it that much. I don't even know why she has top billing in it. I mean, she's literally in maybe like maybe six or seven minutes of the whole movie. Hmm. So
2: is she the the um the guy the Glover guy from uh, Community? He plays the scientist that comes up with the solution.
3: Yeah, he comes up as Rich Pornell. Rich they call it the, the, Yeah, the Rich Pornell, what is it called? The um uh, but, It's like some strategy or something like that. Yeah. But, but
2: how do they portray him or, in the movie?
3: As completely crazy or like just like the 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 scientist that is uh oh, what's what's the right word for it? Um absent-minded? What Black- type. He
2: comes across as autistic in the uh in the book.
3: Yeah, he's he's a little like that, but he's just sort of like flighty, you know. He's, okay. he's His brains in too many places, and he's not thinking about how he is socially. Yeah. So.
2: Because he's like you know he's there's the scene in the book where he's like, am I am I being difficult? I mean, I don't mean to be difficult, but nobody tells me when I'm being difficult. Yeah, right? no, like,
3: he's, he's not. He's not really like that. Okay. It, cause they they skip like. They pulled so much out of the book. Well, they had um, to. Or they, and they yeah, and they have way. to. I mean, they, they don't develop certain characters that much, but they develop him just enough to let you know that he's flighty, but not to that degree.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
2: And I love – I find it interesting that the guy is uh, obviously South Asian Indian, the Mars director. Right. Yeah. And then they use uh, the man with no name from Serenity plays him in the movie oh yeah you know yeah that like, was
3: i i yeah i was i was i thought it would be uh, an indian uh, also Yeah, and, i could uh, think of
2: like there was like five actors i don't know their names but i had them totally in my head that would play the part sure and we well, uh, could have
1: just gotten someone from bollywood for that matter right
2: yeah but i mean i mean these are these are good actors sure. but the people them,
0: in bollywood aren't is that what you're well, saying no <laughs> <laughs> yeah the,
2: fine whatever i don't care but they can they can sing <laughs> they can sing and dance um
1: But one I kept
2: thinking of the dad from Sense Eight. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Not her dad, but his dad. I was thinking of the two guys that go to White Castle. Either one of those.
2: Harold or Kumar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Too
2: young. They're a little too young. But I thought Jeff Bridges was perfect as the director of NASA. Not Um, Jeff Bridges. Um.
3: Jeff Daniels. Jeff
2: Daniels. Sorry, newsroom.
3: The uh, yeah, no. He he works. He works. He, He he was well cast.
1: The, uh, the the one other thing about the book that uh, that was that that I was tempted to just love because of the funny uh, nostalgia bit of it, but the more I thought about it, the less I liked was all of the seventies references. The, I is, liked uh,
0: it at first, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I liked them those at first, but then they got a little.
1: Yeah, at, at first I thought that it was uh, really hilarious, and then and then it and then it started getting to the point where it's like, well, wait, why would one of them have all seventies TV shows, and another one of them have all disco music. You know, it just
2: did. no. The one who had the seventies TV shows had the disco music. <laughs> oh, it was the all same, the same character. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But and now mean, the
1: rest of them had anything for him to listen to. They
2: had. Uh, he didn't dig out their stuff, and um, or they took their media sticks with, with him. them.
4: Well, got one it. guy was German. He had access to his stuff, but it was all in right. German.
2: Yeah, so. right. And then uh, the one girl just had all the hacker girl or the mm-hmm. IT girl. She had all like Perot novels and stuff. Right.
3: Yeah, there was someone who had uh, something like Agatha Christie novels yeah, that or was, something, yeah. something like, or right. not. It wasn't her, but it was. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So he read a bunch of novels, but they didn't even get into that. And in I did like
2: at all. I did like the part where he was at the end when he's like, you know, he took off the mask and he goes, Beck was looking at me very, very concerned or whatever, and he goes, it was because I smelled yeah. so bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, I smelled like a skunk shed on a yeah, yeah. what is it, a moldy sweat sock. Well, I'm like they don't think, but I guess they could take baths because they wouldn't waste the water in space. You should. But he did dirty. take a bath. If you he remember. took a bath, took yeah, but back. not. He found a way to do it. Yeah, but that was when he hurt his back. That was like more in the middle. Right. Well, of the yeah, block.
3: he was sort of forced to. It kind of yeah. reminded me of of something that actually in in real real life where um, where I did a Outward Bound um, back back when I was in my my uh, early twenties. Outward Bound days. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, we, we would do, like, a solo, and during that solo, you've just got this sort of, like, three days to sort of, like, stay near a body of water, and you just basically have all this time to just think about your life and just be out in the wilderness for, and um, you're not hiking anywhere for, for three days straight. And um, it wasn't me, but it was another person had taken all these rocks and had built, like, a, a bathtub out of it and then took their tarp and put it down in there and filled it with water and let it like warm up all day long. And they were able to take a bath while they were out there. And we were of course out there for like 20 or close to 30 days. So we were getting kind of stinky too. So um, it just kind of reminded me of that.
1: (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. That's funny, man. Um, I didn't know there was such a beast where you'd be out in the wilderness for that long. That's interesting.
4: Well, something you guys are touching on, without really saying it, and it's something I wanted to mention, what really makes this book, for me, um, on top of what all you're talking about, what, what rendered it, a lot of it, uh, where I could get through a lot of the scientific scenes that I found a little slow. Right. Was the voice the writer used? The fact that it, it was so colloquial, and he was making all these references, to these obtuse '70s TV shows right. and and music and stuff. Um, I, and because I had seen the commercial before I started reading the book, I really heard Matt Damon
0: saying all that. That was that's part of why I don't think I liked it as much. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I
3: thought Matt Damon was fine. Though I mean, I thought that he was actually pretty well cast. I for think it. he's
4: well cast. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't see that as a, a negative, you know, because it's almost like it was written for him.
0: I thought that the uh, like when you were already talking about it a little bit, Alan, where uh, I thought especially I liked the first half of the book a lot. Right, it got a little redundant to me it's just not my thing and and so the second half it, it dragged a little but it really right when uh, when they go to the earth scenes i thought it was like the perfect it really was a good time and so i yeah. really really liked the first yeah. half of the book but then it when it became sort of the macgyver in space thing right. it didn't really do it as much for me and then the ending i was i thought the ending was rather Anti-climatic. I mean, it was done really well. Sure, everything. But the ending, I thought, had he died, I thought that would have been awesome, just because of cool. it. You weren't expecting him to die.
2: If he had died, it would it would still be a good novel, but it would not be nearly as popular. Oh because yeah, you wouldn't right. have got it. It
0: wouldn't have got published. It would have pissed people off and all that kind of Probably stuff. But, I, but though, you his weren't expecting.
2: Self published <laughs> version, he dies and it goes well, and he's like, "Let me make him live, hey." But I mean, go. what I mean, it,
0: it didn't. Like I said, I didn't ever. I always felt like he was going to make it right but the other thing was in the ending had and this is definitely spoiler alert but had it something gone wrong in the end and he had punctured his thing to get there remember when we was talking yeah, about had he brought one of those things in i i thought well that because i was trying to think well how's he going to end this you know to make it sort of exciting and then when he just sort of made it there it
3: you no, know, there was more to it. They had to blow up a part of the vehicle. <laughs> I mean, there was, yeah, so, but it wasn't.
1: Was some... I think. I think though. I think though that what everyone's kind of saying here, Brian, is that some of the stuff in the book that um, you or someone who thinks like you would understand the weight of didn't really get to us because it was described in ways that wasn't as emotionally connective as it was just straight up the science of what was happening. So, so some of us aren't able to like. Read through that and comprehend the uh the uh the 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 obvious outcome of it as easily as someone who thinks that way does you know, and so I again, I loved the book I thought it was awesome um, but I also think that uh it reminded me of some of the complaints about Star Trek through it because there are a lot of moments in Star Trek where it's almost like. They're babbling incessantly about something that nobody understands or cares about to get to some other point. Right. But where Star Trek does a really good job of bringing an emotional center back to it most of the
3: time. I'm not sure that always happened in this book. It, it usually came back to some comedic comment. I right. mean of him you know, joking about how he should be dead. Um, right.
1: But but so but so for him to have to explain that to us after the fact, I think is how it loses some power to the average reader, is what it boils down to.
4: Well, uh, you were referring to it as MacGyver in space. I kept waiting. I kept thinking, he, at any
1: time he was going to go, oh, oh, more
4: power, you know. It to be like tool time in space after a while. <laughs>
1: Right. But no, seriously, uh, I think everyone agrees that it was it was really Ooh. good, especially yeah. for the self-published thing very good. and everything else. Oh, yeah. for a first
4: book, yeah.
1: Oh, Heck yeah. yeah, man. I mean, I wish my first book were that good. Yeah. so
2: I was just thinking it had an EC ending where uh, the ship would have blown up and the end of it would have been him floating out into space talking about it before he dies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. That would have been an easy sure. ending because it would have been weird. unexpected. I don't know
3: where, what would be recording yeah. him at that point? Yeah, exactly they would like they well, find it. Then later. they
0: find it. The very last thing is they find his uh, journal, and yeah. that's how they know the whole. Right. That would have been unexpected, well, and, that, and for yeah, me, the ending that, was that, not yeah, unexpected. He,
3: look at, he was recording all this, and maybe they didn't all make it back, and that, thats But you know, yeah. of course, they're showing him on the ship. You know, or they're talking about yeah. everything that's going on on the ship, and that's not being recorded. They're not like doing it as journal entries on the ship and everything. So, um, to know what everything's going on on the ship, it would be kind of weird that if they all died. So.
2: Well, I was just, I've been, I found all these weird science fantasies, like a hardback uh, slipcase multi volume thing I have from the old DCs. And I read, was reading through them the other day, and that's how like every one of their sci fi thing ends. Right. right like right. everybody dies but one person
0: floating out into space talking about, got it.
1: oh, and if we had just saved well, humanity. It's,
0: it's very existential. Yeah. It's all, yeah.
1: We would have all found out how this all ended when we got to, uh, the uh the alien's planet in uh what's his name's movie? uh Ridley Scott's movie. Oh, oh uh, yeah, they yeah, find yeah, it yeah, in they find him there. They
0: find it there. Yeah. They find the uh yeah, there you go.
3: Oh okay. it could have had it could have had a Marvel ending where he uh <laughs> he f- he, where he flew like Iron Man
2: Where Thanos finds him.
1: I am the most.
0: Or you know, or Galactus <laughs> finds him and turns him into a herald. No. Or it, we could have found it it was the journal was written by the tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's always the scene stop right there. Oh.